Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. This is day seven, our final day of reading about forgiveness and hope. Tomorrow we'll start with Revelations and go from there. But before we start anything, let me go ahead and open with a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for all of today. I thank you that you have spoken to us, you've worked with us for so many days now, and that we've learned more about you. And I pray, Lord, that you would guide this time, this time in which we read your word and we listen to your voice or we listen for your voice. I pray our hearts and our spirits would be open to you and that you'd be honored and glorified by what we hear, what we say, and what we do. I pray that today our hearts, our minds would totally be turned over to you. Our spirit would be touched by yours and that we would grow an understanding of who you are and what you want from us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today we're going to read a number of verses um, in the forgiveness section. It's pretty short. Um, It's Colossians 3, verses 12 through 14. In hope section, we're going to be reading 1 Peter 1, verse 3. Romans 5, 3 through 5, uh, chapter 15 and 13. And then we're going to go over to the Old Testament and read in Psalms 40. So from there, um, we'll just take it and see see where God leads us. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get started with Colossians 3, verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. So, we're to love one another, we're to have kindness and humility, and we're to forgive, just as the Lord forgave us. Practical uses here. Last night, my neighbors (laughs) were extremely awesome. And we're playing music until all hours of the night. The night before, I had asked them at 1130 at night, you know, to turn it off. And I'm in a condo complex. And it's unfortunate because, you know, it's just keeping me awake. And lots of people, I know most of my neighbors who are older, are not going to come out and and confront this person or these people at while they're having a party. So I asked them last the night before last and I was really unhappy about it but they turned it down last night they then decided to do it again have another party and my friends who I talked to about this are all oh you wanted to be invited trust me I didn't want to be invited but then it was they just continued doing it and it was just rude so this time I called the police and that's 
may not be very forgiving in some people's eyes, but really the reality is I wake up at five in the morning every day for the most part, even on the weekends. And as I was going to sleep at one o'clock in the morning, um, my intention fully was to move a really big bass and stereo or speakers right next to their, my wall where my guest bedroom is, which would be their bedroom, their master ba- master bedroom and play the radio with some good Christian thumping music. I didn't think that was appropriate. I prayed about it. God said, you're being a jerk and vindictive. So don't do that. So I didn't, I really wanted to (laughs) because I know they weren't awake and they don't get up early. So unfortunately, you know, for them, that would have been just really rude and vindictive. So instead, God put it on my heart to pray, to forgive them, and to move on. Because I, I, you know, I'm the type of person who's always, you know, I'm happy if you want to be confrontational to me. I don't like it, but I'm not going to back down. So anyways, so that was my version of forgiving. As I've been reading this, this is one of those things. I know it's pretty superficial and lame. But it was a little bit of a victory for me not to be super petty and pissed off. So anyways, with that, we'll move on to other verses that I'm sure are way more meaningful than that story about me not being a total jerk. So moving on to hope, (laughs) and hopefully I'm a better person than what I just indicated. Uh, We'll move on to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So this is the resurrection hope, right? This is not just hope that things will get better. This is resurrection hope where it's we're forgiven and we're going to be born again and we're going to go to heaven and we will have eternal life. That is the resurrection hope. Christ paid for our sins on the cross and we get to live forever and have a better life than what we currently have. So with that, um, that's not always what people think about when they think about hope, right? Often they're thinking about, I'm in a bad situation. I'm in muck and mire. I'm in a terrible financial crisis. My spouse has done something, um, whatever it might be. And I just pray that God would get me out of it. But on the bigger picture, it's really one of those things that the most important thing is this short life that we live, this short physical life is just a a flash in the pan compared to eternity and the spiritual existence we then get to have with God throughout eternity. So if we then instead think about, say, Psalms, uh, I'm jumping around on you. I'm sorry. But Psalm 40 and in verse 1, this was actually covered in church service today. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. So God will do that. But we have to wait patiently. Have you ever been waiting for someone? 
who was supposed to be ready at 8.30 to go to church, and then they are not. And now it's 8.40 and 8.45. Are you patient or are you irritated? When, you're, when we're in our circumstances, we often want it done now. We don't know God's timing. And as a result, we're like, come on, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm in desperate need. But God ultimately knows each and every, each and every one of us. And he has a plan. And he has a plan for each of us. So with that, we, the patience and trust that we have to rely upon is really what's called for. If we go then to Romans 5, verse 3, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So hope is God's spirit being poured into us. Hope is the hope and the expectation of something that we don't have. It's not the expectation of something we do have. So we're waiting and hoping for and expecting something in the future. We're doing it patiently. It doesn't mean that it's going to be exactly what we want. It's not going to necessarily be the exact look, feel, taste of what we think we want. But at the end of the day, it's God's spirit in us providing us that hope. And we don't have any shame over that hope because it's God doing it for us. If we move on to Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So we've seen again that hope and the ability to hope comes from God. And that hope is because God fills us with his Holy Spirit, which is possible because of his sacrifice on the cross because of the resurrection. So between all of those pieces, we rely upon God. We hope in God that our circumstances would improve. But it may not be exactly how we looked for it. The role I'm in now is not the role I thought I was going to have. It's definitely not even the same concept of the type of role I would have. But I think it's awesome. I waited for a long time. I was disappointed for quite a while. I was scared for what my circumstances were. But at the end of the day, I learned about God. If I'd taken some of the jobs that were offered to me early in, I would never have done this daily reading. I would never have done this podcast. I would never have changed my life and grown closer to God. And as a result, I would still just be in my normal day-to-day status quo existence. I'm a Christian, but I don't really feel close to God. I'm just not doing anything real bad. And that's where I was. Because of what I went through, because of being obedient, I'm learning to be his son. I'm learning to rest in his arms and allow him to do it. So with that, I just encourage you, wait patiently with great expectations for what God is going to do in your life. 
because you never know what way he's going to take it. With that, I'll just close this in a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity to read about your forgiveness. Thank you for the way that it all fits together. Your forgiveness, the resurrection hope that we have, the hope because you've saved us, that now your Holy Spirit dwells within us, and your Spirit is the source of hope. And you change our lives through your Spirit. I thank you that our spirits are entwined with yours. And I just pray that you would guide us, encourage us, and hold us close. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. And remember, tomorrow we start in Revelations.